Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Welcome back to Text Talk. On this podcast, we are looking at Acts 14. I think it's one of our last episodes on the chapter. So, Edwin, what is our text for today? We are. It is the last couple of verses. It, it is Friday. So it's the last one. <laughs> Verse 24 well, through I know we're all thinking, finally. <laughs> From the ESV. You know what's best about Friday? Sunday's coming. And Sun- isn't it great? Sunday is coming. I hope that by the time this podcast airs, that what that means for us is we're going to be meeting our brethren at the church. We've been building. praying. We've been praying for that. We yeah. want to get back together. We're missing everybody. When I this, am. When this is being recorded, we're still under safe at home. Yeah, orders, we are. But that, that right. looks like it might be lifted soon. But let's, okay, let me get to the text. Let's read the text today. Verse 24, 14. 24 through 28. We're giddy behind these microphones and hard social distancing. Then they passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. And when they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Italia. And from there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had fulfilled. And when they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done with them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles. And they remained no little time with the disciples. So we're wrapping up the week. Wrapping, wrapping up, up the chapter. And wrapping up this, what we call what? First evangelistic journey. First yeah. missionary journey. That Paul and Barnabas have now come back home. They've came come back to Antioch of Syria. And they're giving a report about their Did travels. you ever tell people the difference between Antioch of Syria and Antioch of Pisidia? You know what? I was supposed to look up what episode that was. <laughs> but I think it's always good to remind people about that. Because the, what we don't want people to do is get confused about their Antiochs. Particularly on their on their drive today as you're listening to the podcast. Ooh, this is riveting. Uh, you know, here's what I want to talk about. You know, they're like, I need to fact check that. I mean, they said Antioch, but I'm not sure they know which one they're talking about. <laughs> so they're back in Antioch of Syria. And they're making a report. They're making a report on the trip. And I think about this as a trip. This is a trip where Paul was stoned nearly to death, possibly to death. But at least nearly, there was some type of miraculous, I think, event that occurs that allowed him to continue on. He had an assassination plot at another place. They were driven out of town at another place. Folks started hey, chasing them. Hey, there's that one guy who struck blind, too. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, that's a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that guy. It was all, a long trip. All of these things, it just, it, folks tra- following them and chasing them and poisoning the minds. There are a lot of disbelief. And yet, when Paul and Barnabas gather the church together in order to let them know about this trip, that's not what they talk about. Some of they talk about, they talk about how the door has been opened to the Gentiles, that the kingdom of Christ is spreading. And now people who have no background in Judaism, no background in the law and Torah and all that, they are so glad to learn about the true God and to come to be saved in Christ, and to come to be a part of this church. And one of the things that's special about that church, Antioch of Syria, where this evangelistic journey originated, is that this seems to be the first congregation recorded for us in Acts, which is composed of Jew and Gentile. Well, look, I'm glad you brought that up. Let's back up to chapter 11 
Remember, we spent weeks going from chapter 8 to chapter 11 and Luke's swing from the Jews to the Gentiles and those conversions that he walked through right. to to set the tone for what happened at Antioch, to set the stage, I should say, for what happened at Antioch as the church shifts to this more Gentile audience. And we got to that conversion of Cornelius when Peter got back to Jerusalem. The folks got upset at him, and so he tells them the story. Here's how it happened. And in Acts chapter 11 and verse 18, when they heard these things, they fell silent, and they glorified God, saying, Then to the Gentiles also God has granted repentance that leads to life. And now Paul and Barnabas have made this first missionary journey, and it's not just the Gentiles in Antioch that are turning to the Lord, right. but all over the empire, this is now starting to happen. And we see this, where in Acts 11, it was great. God has granted to the Gentiles the repentance that leads to life. Now we've got them actually walking through that open door. Well, and I sure appreciate that, Edwin. I think what we're seeing here is one of those comparisons, again, between Peter and Paul, that you've done a great job of pointing out as we've gone along, that when Peter has brought this good news to Jerusalem about one household becoming Christians. The response of the Jerusalem church, uh, I guess after he's kind of explained things and and they've, they've gotten over it, is with wonder. Oh, then God has opened the door to the Gentiles. They had no idea just how big that could be. Now think about the scope and the size of this. Even after one evangelistic journey, missionary journey. When when Paul and Barnabas come back and make their report, oh, God has opened the door to the Gentiles big time, big time, through all the southern province of Galatia. So we think through uh, the Jews as they would for centuries try to convert, proselytize Gentiles into the Jewish religion. And there was some success with that. There was some, sure. But I don't know that it was a common success. It was a common victory. It wasn't something that was happening day in and day out. I'm not even sure it was actually on their radar as a big goal for them. And so when when we get to this point where, oh, God has granted repentance to Gentiles, there's probably in their mind, ah, well, you know, so as has always happened, there'll be some Gentiles that want to be a part of this. Sure. But you're right. You're bringing this up. This is not just some Gentiles want to be a part of this. We're seeing this explosion Mm-hmm. We're, we're seeing this spread, and it's not just, hey, we've made it to Antioch of Syria, but we actually also made it to Cyprus, and we've made it to Antioch in Pisidia, and we've made it to these Galatian regions. There, it, It's it's just growing. And, of course, we're going to see that more and more and more and more throughout Acts. We are, and one of the neat things about these people that uh, are, are becoming Christians in these places and these new churches that are beginning is that they are about sharing this news with people. These churches don't don't go away, but they expand and they continue to preach and to evangelize to where in future journeys, uh, the Apostle Paul and, and whoever's traveling with them at the time is going to come into some communities. And there's actually already a church there. There's actually already some Christians there. That is exciting. I, I want to circle back to where I started a few minutes ago because I really want to ha- hammer this into my mind. This is something I've got to grasp. This is this is a perspective shift that I need to have in my personal spiritual growth and also in my evangelistic mindset, my outreach mindset, the perspective. I, I'm not I'm not wanting this to be a 
PMA episode, positive mental attitude. This is not a, let me find some scriptural principle about success in life. But what I see here is success in the gospel. Look at this perspective that Paul has. This could be a report about all the negatives that happened. This could be a report about the people who pushed back. This could be a report about the persecutions and the stoning and the being chased and having to sneak away in the middle of the night. But that's not what this is a report about. This is a report about folks who were converted. This is a report about the folks who heard, who repented, who believed, who obeyed. This gives us some insight into the perspective of of successful ministry, of, of congregational growth, of kingdom expansion. What's my perspective? Do I focus on the rejections or do I focus on those who have accepted and believed? I think that all of that stuff gets worked into the report. Uh, when I'm sure he mentions the, the stoning, yes. Well, I mean, it, it would have to because here it is in Acts. It got written down. But where I was going with that was just to say, we we spent an episode yesterday, uh, yeah, talking talking about this idea that through many tribulations you enter into the kingdom. Okay, that is true. Do you read about a lot of difficult physical persecution in Antioch of Syria? Well, actually, no, you don't. Um, I'm I'm sure they had some. I guess everybody did, but it's not a focal point. And certainly nothing like what Paul and Barnabas went through on this missionary journey. All of it had to be told. I think that success in evangelism has to be understood that if there had been a whole lot more of the stonings and pushback, there still would have been success in evangelism. They went, they preached the word, they were faithful to it. I think, you know, one of the things that is positive and one of the things I appreciate what you're saying here is what do we want to dwell upon? What do we want to focus upon? You know, I heard the analogy one time about soul winning and evangelism is kind of like mining for gold. You don't complain about all the dirt because you're looking for the gold and you don't focus on all the dirt. You focus on the gold. Um, we are going to teach the gospel to lots of people and it's going to be between them and God what they want to do with it. And I guess one of the things that's scary is to think some people are going to reject it so vehemently that there could be physical persecution and other kinds of backlash. But it is the work of his church, even today and Christians today, that everyone be told this wonderful truth. Well, we get the message out, we tell folks, and at the end of sharing the gospel with someone, it's between them and God how they're going to react and how they respond. I believe it is. My success is telling the message. Yeah. My success is not someone getting baptized. My success, that's between them and God. My success is getting the message out. Yeah. Teaching, proclaiming, inviting, suggesting, all of those things, taking those opportunities, making opportunities to share the message, to show the message. That's when I, and I'm. I mean, what is an open door of faith? When, When you look at verse 27, God had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. That's a door that's never been closed. I mean, it is open doors to people that people might hear the word of God and believe the word of God. But on God's part, he sent the Lord. There is the gospel. The door is open. Right? And folks are walking through that door Absolutely. and they're still walking through that door. 
We need to be pointing out where the door is. We need to be sharing that. And just excited about the opportunities we have to share that rather than utterly disappointed when folks decide to turn away. The door is open. Here's the door. We'd like to tell you about the door. If you've been listening to the podcast and you're wanting to know more about the door, which is Jesus Christ, you're wanting to know more about how to give your allegiance to him, please let us know. Send us an email text talk at christiansmeethere.org. We would love to talk with you even more privately about the the scriptures, about our King, about our Savior, about forgiveness. There is a door of faith. We'd love to help you walk through it. Please reach out to us. Text talk at christiansmeethere.org. Anything else, Andrew, or you want to just go ahead and wrap us up this week with a prayer? Well, let's go ahead and have our prayer. Go for it. Our great God and Father. Lord, thank you for the day. Thank you that we can open up your word and have these episodes talking about Acts chapter 14. Even as we end out this chapter and we see how uh, the brothers gave report to the Christians in Antioch and, and talked about all the great things that you had done with them and for them and through them. It thrills my heart, Father, to see you building your church, building your kingdom, and know, Lord, that you're still doing it today. Amen. I pray, God, that you might bless us with eyes that are able to see the increase that you give to your church and to your kingdom as precious souls. Believe your truth and obey it. Lord, we know that this is the message that saves and the message that never changes. And so I pray, God, that you might bless the preaching and teaching of your word throughout the world, even this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. It's just another one of those parallels. But, um, uh, <sighs> your turn. Yep, that is gone. That is gone right out of my mind. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> We're going to have to talk about something else. This is going to hit me at 2 in the morning, and I'm going to be kicking myself. Sorry about that, buddy. That's okay. But at least you got your outtake. <laughs> I finally got an outtake. <laughs>